0: Have you ever been clearing out an old handbag or an old suitcase and you come across a ticket stub, a wrapper or a leaf or something else that just instantly floods you with memory? And then like, what do you do with that item after that? Do you keep it, do you chuck it, do you preserve it? And then how do you keep the memory alive after that time? Hello, my name is Abby Gatling and welcome to Creativity Uncovered. This podcast is a journey for me to uncover how everyday people find inspiration, get inventive and open their imagination. Basically, I want to find how people find creative solutions and then how they use them at home, work, play and everything in between. And my goal for this podcast is that by the end of it, you'll be armed with a whole suite of tried and tested ways to summon creativity the next time that you need it. Today, I'm speaking with illustrator, artist, and map maker Sonia Bajic, who basically helps people preserve their precious memories through map making. Welcome, Sonia.
1: Hi, Abby. I'm very happy to be here.
0: <laughs> ah, Sonia has gotten up so early to be on this podcast with me. She's <laughs> over in Paris, so thank you so much.
1: Well, I mean... It's early for Paris because nothing starts here before nine. So, but like for the, you know, it's 7.30, I think it's pretty normal time. So all good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> In Australia, we get up so ridiculously early because it's so hot. I know. So you'd be surprised. You wouldn't be surprised if you see someone at 5 or 6 a.m. out and about doing their day. So yeah. not for no, me, though. I, no. I mean, <laughs>
1: it's, uh, we have like I come from Serbia originally and we have the impression expression, um, it long as a summer day until noon which tells you everything cuz the day starts at 5 right so you have a good 7 hours and i mean no but here nothing starts even in summer before like 9 9:30 10 so oh. uh, this is early but i'm so happy to be here so you know <laughs> and i'm happy about the power of internet that we can talk like you know we're so far away but hey we're having a conversation ah,
0: so, yeah so good and i'm i'm really really excited for this conversation because before I met you, I didn't really think that maps were something that was still being creative because for me a map was a factual representation of a place and it's not every day there's just new places being discovered, so why would there be new maps? But your map making is actually a little different to that, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I do think that every map is personal, no matter how factual, as you said, I really like how you presented that, like it is, um, places are not discovered anymore. And, um, that's because we learned there's a place and it's a place and that's it. But like, we all know as humans who are experiencing things that, um, one place Depending on how you feel, how's the weather, how's everything, right? Will be a different place in different circumstances. And um, that is how I approach map making, right? Through experiences. Like, map is not factual for me. For me, map is there to represent experiences of each of us or a community or. your dog or whatever it is like each of us has a perspective of a place and for me once you realize that once you open that google map thing you know where you like your your um timeline and you see it and then like your best friend opens and you're looking and like it's the same city same place but a totally different set of experiences it's totally different set of emotions and if you represent it on a map you have a little art piece basically so um yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: it's crazy. It's a. It makes so much sense when you say it, but it's not something I naturally would have ever thought about. That a map of your experiences, yeah. and and it is so unique to each person, as you said. That like everyone visits a place with their own perspective and ex- experience, and uh, you know, and what take takeaways from it. So, what does that? What does that actually? look like that type of map
1: so it looks like an illustrated map i would say it but it depends like what i how i work uh with the space because it is working in a space is um i would um, make a list of the things that i would like to represent in one space so let's say you know, if you're drawing a map of food, Paris will look very differently than if you're drawing a map of monuments, Then, if you're drawing a map of, mm-hmm. I don't know, nightclubs, it's going to look very differently to the map of pharmacies. I mean, I'm like improvising here, but you understand what I'm saying? It's like, if you're, if you ask me to draw like a map of the places that you would like to represent, you would give me a list and I would, um, talk to you and when I do custom made maps and personalized maps it's very much um presenting the place the moment the memory as you experienced it and for me that's like I ask usually my clients to send me a like photos like tell me like we meet on zoom and we just have a conversation about like what would you like that place to be represented with. Now, when I work with like bigger clients and with like businesses, it's uh it's usually very much like we would like to have here like a little pictogram of this or a little drawing of that, like or people like working in the office, because we are like opening a new office next to the, I don't know, like highline or something, right? So it's a uh, um it really it gives you like, you know, as now like every person within that office. And every client will have a totally different perspective of that place. And that's fascinating, you know, because I drew, I mean, I draw Paris a lot because I live here, but I drew like from Milwaukee to Sydney, like, you know, all the places. So, and it's uh, like, you talk to people and the same place is different in everyone's eyes. And I think that's so beautiful because that's, you know, that's that, like, it goes back to your, like, talk about creativity. It's like, like you know that innate creativity within humans like a creativity of experience where you're just like understanding what you just what just happened and it affected you and you wanted to have it um on an illustrated map sorry this is a long answer uh, (laughs) like how does map look like
0: it is I mean it's fascinating so you're basically you're still drawing what we essentially consider to be a map. So it's still a location, but you're adding in elements that are significant to a memory or an experience. Is that correct? Is that
1: right? Correct. Because I do think you have to have to understand that it's it's Paris. You will always draw an Eiffel Tower, right? Or you're going to draw like Bilou or something that is like if you want... Actually, to have just to like, there is still like the map of streets. There is, there are still names of the streets, but there are some of the monuments. If you decide to, if I decide to put them in, right? But then if I decide to add like some, like my map of like some arrondissement, right? Of a part of the city, it's going to be very different than yours. So let's say you come and you visit and you go to bakery number one, bakery number two, you have like, you're reading a book in park one. Right. And maybe I'm going to go to the same places and going to present them on my map, but I'll still going to have the same scheme. Basically it's a diagram of streets. Right. And then I would have like, know maybe bakery number one but i didn't like bakery number two so i would have bakery number four and five because i ate a lot of croissants and then i would have also you know like a park number two instead of your park number one it's it's that like it sounds very um mathematic but it's far from that it's like just very um experiential i'd say that so yeah it's very much um i present on a map what i what that place reminds me of. Mm,
0: I, I mean, that's that's very cool <clears> because, you know, quite often if you're trying to recount a story back to someone, you're like, "Do you remember when we did that thing?" And then this happened and that happened, and like, I don't know, I can't remember. And they go, "You ate that really good croissant," <laughs> and also. They're thinking oh my gosh yep i know exactly what you're talking
1: about now and that's that's the that's the thing we do remember places through colors through tastes, through sounds and you know i mean we know that from psychology but this is um like i find it i have like a client at the moment who has like the list of 28 places on her map of paris because she has been living here for a while and she's just like I need to send you photos because like you want, you know, like I want you to show that those experiences like on a map in you know, a this or that way. But I mean it's um I think it's a very nice way to record your memories, basically, right? So you do like I record my memories. I went to Barcelona and then I would be like, you know, drawing like like little like imagine Google map, but illustrated right with all those little spots but like instead of like ice cream joint and a dot you actually have like a cone with like lavender ice cream and I don't know churros like flavored ice cream right so it's um it's that kind of thing so it's a very um it's playful it's playful and sentimental
0: so you can get quite specific so instead of being this is my favorite place where I had ice cream I had lavender ice cream with you know this on top wow that i mean that's very evocative i i can imagine and so is it just people's holidays that they're trying to get you to capture or what what are they what are people asking for maps for
1: so i started drawing maps when i moved to paris 12 years ago and i would be like drawing you know on the margins so we didn't have google maps believe it or not back in the day so (laughs) there was a life before google and in that life i would just draw like oh gallery opening in that and that street i would draw a little like map of the streets and like little i don't know brush or something depending on what i saw and my friends would start like asking me to, to draw maps of, so, for example, their life in Paris, right? Because I know a lot of expats and they spend, I don't know, like two, three, five years here. And they were like, can you draw a map of Paris, of my life in Paris and how it looked like? And then they move further away and then they basically have map as a part of decoration in their home in, I don't know, Sydney or New York or anywhere, right? Right. Um, nowadays i do a lot of maps uh for like bigger clients so that it would be like uh, hotels or um it would be the maps of um like a local fe- local festivals like a, you know like france is big so there's a lot of like little festivals here and there and with my um b2b uh, b2c clients so like private clients it's very often holidays mostly the people who come to paris and they're like searching for non tacky souvenir you know something that would be like made by an artist but still like personal and like cute but not like you know like pretentious so um either like those memories or there are a lot of people who want their like i do maps as wedding gifts a lot of Mm -hmm. them that's how i drew sydney actually like for for a couple their friends asked me to draw a giant map of Sydney for them uh then um I draw also for um like big 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 like birthdays like 50 and the birthday there are a lot of those like people who traveled for example around or lived around the states right so they like different different places or people who actually just spent their time like I, I drew New York for a friend of mine her grandmother like you know it was just like a bunch of places where she spent her days basically you know because that that is what it is so but like you know she she's French she has been living in New York for like very long time but like you know it's still not her city per se and she wanted all those little joins that you know like we all have in our lives so she wanted that on a map so it's um it's really big I there's a lot of different occasions. What I why I draw maps for, but yeah,
0: yeah, sounds like you got a lot of variety. I didn't realize you drew as big as a country. So that obviously is you don't have you don't have streets on the country, right? You've just got. No. like what level of detail do you have in that?
1: Um, I would draw roads. So you need to have something that would be that would uh, make a map look like map, mm. right? So it would um when I drew the map of the United States um it would like you know you have a shape you have Mexico down you have Canada up there but then like I think those roads actually make map look like map and like typography uh would give certain charm you put a little like different textures right so it needs to I mean you know I'm it's a it's a creative endeavor. So I want to look at very, I want it to look very pretty. So there's a lot of, you know, that, but like, it would be depending on what I'm showing. Like if I'm showing a country, like I would draw probably roads, but that being said, I had, um, somewhere in my Instagram, I had a, I drew a map of a house. My, my client's cat died and she wanted a, plan of the house so basically the cat's world so where she spent her days right so in that case you don't have streets you don't have roads you don't have highways so it was, it was just the plan of the house where the cat slept where she played where so you know there's a I mean any like my whole motto is like life is a map because anything can be a map so
0: <laughs> I love that life is a map <laughs> it's a life is a beautiful map
1: <laughs> it is. I should put it. This wall is waiting for a lot of um, art, so I, I should probably like buy a neon sign that says "Life is a map." Life
0: is a map. Yes, yes. That's interesting about the cat. The cat thing in the house, uh, because that seems to require quite a lot of creativity on your client's side to even have the idea that this is something that could be turned
1: into a map. Well, it, it really. I think. People would have, I mean, you know how creative people are. I really think everybody's creative. I really do think, right? It just depends what they told them in when they were eight years old, right? You're good at maths. Like, go you know, do homework or like, oh, you like art, go paint, right? So that's how, and then you just either become this or that. But like, I do think that everybody's creative. It just depends on how much you decide to develop it, right? And um, some of those clients know my work very well. Usually it takes two to six months for people to actually find a way they want, what they want on a map. So it, it would very often happen that, like you would buy a map for your best friend, right? And she never heard of my work, so she would need time to actually, like think what she wants to order from me right but like I do try to like putting a lot of things on Instagram and just like being present I try to show people that like I do really think that anything can be a map so I I'm hoping I'm hoping I'm going to inspire people to find what they really want to show on a map right so that cat lady uh she was like yeah like this just Like, I really, like, Kat was very precious part of our family, so I really want this. And, like, that's Kat's world. Like, it didn't go, you know, there was a little stream and, like, a tree outside of the house, but the rest of it, that's the limits of her world. So, I mean, it really depends who I'm working with. Some people are just, like, they just send me the list of the things that they experienced in, I don't know, like, Paris, right? So you just draw that. And then you make it look very creative. But, like... Um, I do always try to invite people to be playful because I think we forget to be playful so um, yeah, it can be as creative as you want or not you know it be, I like if you're if you if you're not if you don't think you're creative i'll find I'll try to help you with that and if you send me like something quirky, I'll find a way to present that as well so yeah
0: <laughs> that's cool do do you find it hard to? draw places that you have never been so that for example the map of sydney have you ever been to sydney before or do you have frame of reference for drawing that or
1: how do you get into that zone yeah i've I've been to sydney but i had like for example to draw milwaukee and like a couple of the cities in the states that oh abby i found it fascinating because then i have a good excuse to watch all the youtube videos about that place (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, you, because you know you cannot only just draw a map of the streets you actually need to understand the general vibe right so southern city is going to look very different to the cities in the north right so and for me that is like, I watched so many videos about Milwaukee that I was just like, I want to go to Milwaukee. This is it. Like, it's so cool. Because, like, you know, it's a nice tourist video so, that you can find on YouTube. And, like, and then when you watch, I don't know, Criminal Minds or something where there's a place in the States that you drew, you're like, oh, I know this place. You know, so you get excited. <laughs> but it's... um no no it's not hard to draw it's a because you i'm trained as a as an urban planner and architect so i'm just like you need to you need your approach from your approach place from a technical point right and then to understand it better you just do like little research i mean little research four hours five hours of actually like the place and then, you know, you go on Instagram and see all those little photos and like what are the most important places and then you go inside of the museums of local places. So I, I really like that. I'm very curious. So for me, it's um, it's a beautiful process that makes me very happy. So yeah.
0: Wow. So there's a lot of uh, research and exploration that goes on before you even start to put pen to paper.
1: Um. Yeah. Yeah, it would be like there's that part where I'm actually asking for from clients to give me what they like really want to be presented on the map. And like, you know, it's a like I am a person sitting in Paris, so it's a bit of like, like I like Zoom calls. I like talking to them just to see them. And I'm like flesh and blood and that I really want their photos so I can present it really well on the map. Right um there's that part and then there's a the part where you actually yeah you really research and you really um write things down and you get you want to understand the vibe of the city so you can get inspired as well right it's like it's not only just presenting place well but like i want this place to inspire me and any place have power to do that if you search deep enough and i think that's the the beauty of exploration so yeah
0: yeah, that's that's awesome that you kind of feel like you could be traveling around the world while you're doing all these different things, but you're in your studio in Paris. You yeah. just need to explore it all. That's
1: that's really it's a cool. dream. It's a dream, right? Like, you know, like when we were kids, you buy National Geographic and you look at those all those birds. It's like very similar things. So you're just like, Oh, look at this, you know. So Yeah. Um it's a beautiful process. It takes time, um, but it's a good excuse to travel. I mean, my, one of my favorite things is going on Google Maps. You know, when you have Street View, so actually seeing the little houses and all of that. So it's, um, it's and how people are dressed up because you, you know usually head is blurred, but you see what people are wearing. You know, on the on the Google Street Map. So it's uh, it's funny. Yeah,
0: <laughs> there's, a, there's a fair amount of stalking that goes on as well. <laughs> I won't tell anyone. Luckily this isn't being broadcast anymore at <laughs> all. <laughs> so tell me, I feel like the uh, the cat thing, I keep going back to that because that just seems like such a cool um, concept for a map and I could totally see myself doing that for, you know, my dog or whatever. But what is the, uh, what's the weirdest, what's the weirdest map that you've been asked to draw?
1: Great question. Um there's no, yeah, map, like the cat cat map is very cute, right? But like, there were not many really weird, weird things. There's usually some parts of the map, some locations, some moments, some emotions that would go into a map and you'd be like, you would draw that, right? It's because um, it's very personalized. So you would have people having something in their head and wanting you to present something the way they see the place. And it's, um, I mean, it's not really weird. It's just the way, like, you'd be like, but that's not, you know, I understand it's your map, but we how to present that in that sense, it's impossible. Like, people would ask for impossible ways to present things, so to say, right? So they would ask me to, for example, they would like a map of Paris and like everything is happening in one neighborhood. So I would draw everything in one neighborhood and they would be like, no, but we want a whole map of Paris. So like, I would be like, but that you have nothing around and just that. But there were no, I I don't have any like weird, weird stories to tell you like about the (laughs) um, like overall map, right? So it wasn't like... It's a, I do like maybe the most interesting uh, things that I do is there's a cocktail bar in Paris that every six months changes the menu. It's like little of the one of those speakeasy easy places. It's called Bluebird. It's really pretty. And they um, have a map of cocktails, right? That is like an accordion. That's how the, the menu look like. I think you would love this. So, and then in the middle of the, Of that accordion that is where their main cocktail the signature cocktail is and then to the right is more alcohol to the left is less alcohol up is richer down is like less rich right and then you have cocktails all around that map it's more of a diagram right but usually we use those two lines as roads Right. And then we would be like the team for this these next six months is Texas or the team for the next six months is Japan. So basically, I would use the menu and all the cocktail names to represent a map of a place. It sounds very meta, but it's very cute. and we started from really from texas right no from like california arizona that area so that was the first map i mean but it's not a place it's just the vibe and then we went all the way to universe so i think we're now at the end of our journey where it's like everything exploded and the map doesn't look like map anymore it's more of a menu so we but but that is a i wouldn't say weird but that is something that was interesting you know to to um see the journey of how the client thought of what he wants to represent it was two guys and then all the way to the you know map map where i represent something so yeah but sorry no no weird stories no kinky stories
0: nothing <laughs> i mean that's cool i mean we're weird in the uh, uh i guess lateral thinking sense and that certainly covers that off that uh yeah the map of the flavors and linking that to the to um cities and stuff that's really cool um and also we when we're speaking the last time you were talking about the connection between maps and writing and you're doing a writing tour can you tell me a little bit about that
1: Oh, that was fantastic. Okay, you're talking. No, because I do a lot of writing and I do, nobody sees my writing except on Substack where I talk about theories and, you know, what um, moves me. But it's good. Yeah. So I went down to Provence in a month ago. It was exactly a month ago. And I was teaching a workshop to uh, 20 Australian women that were traveling around France right? So they were experiencing their life in Paris through writing, right? And there was um, a woman from Melbourne who was um, basically doing writing retreat workshops, so all of that. So um, I uh, met them in Paris and then I went down to Provence and it was such an incredibly inspiring like crowd of women because like writers with a lot of ideas with a lot of like you know and you're like in France and it's just beginning of the fall like an autumn, autumn is the beautiful season here so they're all very inspired by everything they're writing and then what I was teaching I teach a creativity workshops it's map making workshops and basically we are moving like the whole perspective from like place where you sit and write we came to the perspective to the perspective where you actually sit and draw right so we did the whole map making workshop was about the same experiences that they wrote about for probably like seven eight ten days but now they had a chance actually to represent their experiences through a drawing and I find it very funny because you come in front of the adults because I do this with kids as well but you come in front of adults and people freak out because you're like I don't know how to draw what well, have been drawing a map that sounds so scary and then they sit and you see that they're just like woke that they've woken up that little kid you know that has been dormant for so many years right or would appear every now and then and basically they drew their map so like they were 18 of them and 18 of them like did Abby fantastic job I was so impressed like it was so good so some of them were traveling like Rome Paris and then like Australia so they presented that some of them were traveling um, like around Europe before or after so they would like leave a space for when they can actually add something on their map. But like, there was not one single person that was just like, oh, I don't know how to draw. I'm not gonna do this. So I have like, it, it lasts two and a half hours, three hours. So the first hour, hour and a half, we actually talk about experiences. And that whole writing thing is a place where like we, do, cause like, that's not scary for any of us, right? We sit down and I give exercises and we develop those like true writing and then your creative like muscle is woken and like they it's like ready to go and then i give them colors like watercolors and gouache and like whatever i you know i i have so, many, so much material around me so i just bring them that and i'm just like use it like no mistakes the only th- the only rule is that there's no um eraser cuz i just want them to like you know make mistakes and paint and um it's fascinating it's really like i am so happy to 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 see that like spark in them you know when when they when they participate in my in my workshop so um i am having on substack right now um it's a, i do it's called map your days um like until the end of the year i'm going to have it's a free challenge little prompts from my workshops that i um, just write about and I'm actually inviting my readers and people who follow me just to like join us in the creative um, endeavor because I think it's just um, we we need to more like I think the creativity is antidote to everything in, happening around us so it's uh, it's healthy for us to you know find a way to break from the news and the loop of the bad news so um, yeah come join us
0: yeah oh cool I'll, I'll definitely pop your link to your sub stack Um, in our show notes so anyone can find that but I love that it sounds like a really non-confronting non-scary way to yeah as you said reawaken that inner child and just start doodling and start drawing I think that's really cool and uh, And
1: it's funny because everybody loves that you know you have from the doctors and like surgeons to like actually creatives writers and everybody's enjoying it in the same way and you're like oh so good (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I feel like we just need more excuses to actually just do that and have fun and play around with it. Yeah. Um, I think what's really cool about your story uh, is that this map making seems to be a really cool com like combination of all your experiences. You said you're an urban planner, you're also an illustrator, and it's coming together in this really cool way that is just helping other people relive their memories and uh that's re- that's really sweet i like that
1: well thank you yeah i think it is um um as you said it's a culmination it's a good explanation of my life and everything you know that i you know not not living in my own country and like living around and all of that and it's just like um i do like generally like the experience is very important for me. Like it is like I want people to have good experiences, right? I mean, if they're like communicating with me or like in life generally, I mean it sounds like very well, obviously, but like I like it's something that is just like so I love experiencing new things, right? And yeah, they can be good, they can be bad, but I think putting them on a map is like seeing your life and what you did and how you spent time and it's just like it's all fascinating you know because it's such a simple way to present something you know and like even if you live in the same street or your life you do things differently in different th- parts of your life and i think um that's like when you th- just thinking about that makes me feel like warm and fuzzy you know so um and that's the whole idea to you know i'm hoping that those maps make people feel warm and fuzzy
0: oh that's beautiful oh and thank you so much for um for sharing your story with us today and i i'm i'm so intrigued by the idea of everything's a map i'm going to have to th- Start thinking about what I can map out as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, I think designers are really good at drawing diagrams, right? So it's a try. Like I, I usually tell to my my designer friends, like go and try like presenting something as diagram, and then you know you will loosen up, and at some point you're gonna be start drawing maps because it's it's fascinating. So, but thank you for inviting me. I'm really happy that we had this talk. So um, and yeah. Thanks for all the questions. They made me think. Early <laughs> in the morning in periods.
0: You did very well for so early in the morning. <laughs> no. I, I
1: don't know like if you noticed, but I actually have two cups.
0: <laughs> no, I just, like to <laughs> do Prepared for all situations. No. I it's appreciate stimulant. Yeah, I no, I definitely appreciate you um getting up early and, and making the time for me and Uh, I also want to say thank you to everyone who's tuned in to this episode of Creativity Uncovered. I hope that this episode has inspired you to start and just try and doodle and and if not the reflection of, you know, reflecting on your life and significant moments uh, will be a great experience anyway. And uh, I also hope that it helps you summon your creativity the next time that you need it. If you've made it this far, a huge thank you for your support and tuning into today's episode. Creativity Uncovered has been lovingly recorded on the land of the Cubby Cubby people, and we pay our respect to elders past, present, and emerging. This podcast has been produced by my amazing team here at Crisp Communications, and the music you just heard was composed by James Gatling. If you liked this episode, please do share it around and help us on our mission to unlock more creativity in this world. You can also hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any new episode releases.